Thursday to you. Um, the whole world. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. <laughs> because there aren't more important things to do than worry about somebody who's obviously um, got very strong opinions, uh, may or may not have personal, physiological, mental, emotional, spiritual issues. Have no idea. Don't know the man. Um, the driver of Kanye West was in a space uh, just a few evenings ago on Twitter. She was asked, I use the term deployed, uh, by Milo Yanakopoulos. if you uh, do not know who that is. He is a very well-known political operative. Uh, he's been banned from just about every social media you know, conglomerate you can think of. Um, but he is definitely not hiding in the shadows. <laughs> he is uh, very busy at work. Uh, as we all know by now, President Trump met with Kanye West for dinner along with a friend of Kanye's and um, Nick Fuentes. And I do not know Nick Fuentes either, uh, but as as I understand it, and according to some of the videos that I have seen that he has produced, uh, he is someone that I would not have much in common with for a number of reasons, uh, not the least of which is anyone who would be on board with going to uh, basically shove in President Trump's face that Kanye is running for office, you know, as his guest, um, you know, is just someone who needs to grow up. So, Excuse me. More importantly, this was all used as a political deployment to cause uh, more of a fracture between President Trump and the Jewish community, uh, the Jewish voting base. So, of course, my exception that I take to that is President Trump, I would say, has done more for Israel than any given sitting U.S. president. And I'm a little surprised that uh, Jewish Americans have you know, any issue at all uh, with President Trump, to be honest with you. So I think he's been very clear about where he stands on most things. And if you listen to him closely without your uh, pre-programmed, pre-wired bias, uh, you will hear exactly where his heart is with regard to all demographics. That's just my humble opinion, and I'm not a Trump cultist. As a matter of fact, I'm moving further and further away from the political dialogue um, because the next two years is going to literally attempt to suck your soul from your body. So I plan on being a voice of spiritual reason, <laughs> as well as practical steps that you can take to make your lives better, fuller, and more abundant. Amen, amen. So apparently Kanye was on with Alex Jones today. I missed the conversation. All of Twitter has blown up over it. People are dropping like flies out of my colleagues' accounts. Uh, because people have differences of opinion. 
where I, I have not heard the interview, but here's where I stand on people like Alex Jones, Kanye West, uh, Gary, anyone. I, I'll be honest with you. Um, unless you are calling for violence, like, uh, uh, let's use uh, Farrakhan as an example. Unless you are saying that you're you're comparing and demoralizing, dehumanizing rather, you're dehumanizing people, um, and you are calling for their extinction by, let's just say, dog whistling. And then in some videos, he's outright said, you know, they are the spawn of the devil and, you know, effectively, um, what did he call Jews? Termites, I think, was the term that he used. Um right around the same time that Hank Johnson stepped in it too. So, you know, again, Democrat people. Um, but, you know, Louis Farrakhan is, is someone I would consider dangerous to whites, to Jews alike, and, and probably anyone who's not part of his cult, if we're being totally honest, right? Now, does he have a right to to speak, you know, quote, his truth, sure, right up to the point where he breaks the law and he's calling for the murder of people or, uh, you know, the annihilation of folks. And so the, one of the reasons why I've stayed out of this conversation is because I really do believe in the First Amendment. And I'm not, I don't waste a lot of energy being um, being hurt about people's, uh, you know, idiocy, um, idiocies idiosyncrasies. I, I, I just, it's just, you know, I think because we live in a day and age where our first amendment is rapidly being flushed down the toilet by a hugely weaponized DOJ. Um, and to be quite honest, the entire apparatus, as far as our national security apparatus goes, um, I think you really have to take a stand and, and stay there for people you don't agree with to be able to say the things that they believe are true. Again, and you know, unless you're openly calling for violence, I, I think we are erring in the sense of, um, you know, you just got to shut everybody down, lock them out, uh, ostracize them, alienate them. It's like we're we're in the business of shaming everyone and canceling, which, which you know, silencing is really what it is. Any form of dissent, and people on the right do the same thing, and I one thousand percent disagree with it. I just do. Now, Alex Jones, for whatever it's worth with that, you know, whatever went on with his court case and, and the damages that he'll have to pay out and whatever you all think of that, um, clearly, you know, there's been some form of remedy because of what he said. Now, I think if, you know, if if we're going to play fair and you take the fact that you take the emotions out of it and the fact that he was dealing with children and the death of children and parents and how parents felt about his rhetoric um, with regard to whether or not it was false, fake, or true, and the deaths of those children. Um, and that's what set everybody off, right? But I want you to just, if we're doing samey-samey, I mean, if we're going to punish people for propaganda, then we should start with mainstream media. But we won't. Because it's not equal. It's not an equal playing field. It's just not. And so people, you know, for those of you who are championing the silencing of Alex Jones, 
let me remind you that you're next. You just are. And that doesn't mean I agree with Alex Jones. I never even watch. I don't watch Alex Jones. I, I can't think of even, I may have, have a friend who actually imitates Alex Jones quite well, but I have maybe heard, I don't know, 30 seconds of an Alex Jones show. It's just, it's, he's just not my back. So he's not my cup of tea. Um, so I don't waste a lot of time with that, but Again, as I understand it, you know, of course, I know, you know, the parody of him, right? He's just over the top. But in terms of, you know, I realize that the sensitive nature of the audience he offended, right? I I understand that. I'm not saying it's not tasteless. I'm not saying it may or may not be, uh, there may not be any, um, reasonable, you know, foundation to his claims. I don't even know that he ever had an opportunity in his court case to, in his, in his trial to actually truly defend his assertions. I I don't know. I did not watch it, but the clips I saw of him, uh, it didn't appear he was being given that opportunity. So, but I do believe, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And I don't mean to be trite because there were children involved. I'm being very practical and reasonable and serious. So if you're going to start with damages, you should start with all of the people who silenced people around COVID-19. All of the folks, and we're finding out with Twitter right now, which is why the entire apparatus is coming down on Elon, but um, if he's not a part of it, but you know, you have to look at all the voices, the tens of thousands of accounts that were completely annihilated on Twitter. We're talking about a national, a matter of national security. You're talking about election interference. You're also talking about interference with people's ability to make wise health choices for themselves because they were only given one side of the conversation. The FBI has an actual uh, cheat sheet of how to go after and target and classify people and profile people who are talking about elections in in a dissenting form, uh, form or fashion, along with anyone who is uh, still espousing that COVID nineteen, you know, how it began, how it can be treated, how you can prevent. Uh, or at least mitigate, you know, the damages of contracting COVID-19. Um, this is serious business. It's it's not, and I've always espoused that this isn't, oh, I'm in Twitter jail. People celebrate that stuff like, you know, we're going to have host a, a cupcake party over it, right? But no, it's a little bit more serious than that. I mean, we had people who were for the first time in the history of the United States of America convicted of seditious conspiracy. That's a big deal. That is a that is a game over conviction. That that is this country is no longer in your, what you think it is and and we're talking about a conviction based on two people who were not armed. Now, granted, whatever messages they have between those guys, I have no idea. I'm not a part of a militia group. I don't know how that works, but I would imagine, and I did not follow the case to the extent that Julie Kelly has, so if you want details, follow her. Uh, But I I would imagine they were, you know, excuse me, Um, they were probably, you know, considering they're a militia group, I would imagine they were probably a little militant, (laughs) I mean, that just stands to reason, right? 
But I have not, again, I, I don't know that anyone, I've never seen anything that, that alluded to they were calling for violence as much as, hey, something might pop off. And if it does, we need to be ready. Those are the news stories I've heard. So it should be chilling to you that two people were just convicted of seditious conspiracy. And the fact that we're even still holding uh, trials in, D- in or near D.C. Is, is pretty amazing to me, especially with J6ers in general. Um, you know, do, do you think you're going to have an honest and, and fair trial of your peers in, in an environment where the DOJ has done exactly what it is accusing others of doing, which is stirring up the dirt on the, on the mud bottom floor of this sewer pit that's been created around Trump's entire administration, not just J6, right? And God knows now around his, you know, next run. So it is, we live in very uh, damaging times. We do. And so this morning, thankfully, uh, I did not pay attention to any of this and was in my word and, came onto a Twitter space and hosted just a kick-butt prayer time and um, and really felt compelled to pour out from my cup, which was overflowing into, you know, anyone who wanted to tune into the space. And what I said to them is what I'm going to say to you. Um, with everything that's going on, the, the thing to watch is, <clears throat> excuse me, is that your own resolve and your own conviction about your uh, fundamental beliefs right, about your Bill of Rights that are all predicated upon a, not a, but godliness. It's equality, it's justice, it's, it is fairness to an extent, but primarily equality, not equity, it's equality, right? And it's sovereignty, it's decency, it's justice. I mean, that's what they represent, and so if, if you're not resolved about defending those from the standpoint of beginning to teach your children in your own home about what they are, why are they important? How do they affect your kids' daily lives, your daily lives, right? And then what type of state legislation do you need to be involved with crafting to protect them, to make sure that they're not being subverted and usurped? on a state level, right? And so it's easy to to forget that your states are still states. And that's where all of your power rests. So as as federalized as things are, you know, they're rapidly turning to federalization on most things, you do still have the ability to lawfully um, elect the, the people in your state legislatures, and even the people you didn't elect, hold them accountable on the state level. Form a relationship with them. Go and visit people you don't agree with and be cordial. Extend your hand. Put a face to the accountability. And when you begin to build those bridges, I still think, Um, it's possible to do that. I want to encourage you to do that. And especially around these issues of your rights being completely snatched out from under you. And that is happening at lightning speed. 
So, you know, but I encouraged everyone to hunker down around your individual gifts, or whoever needed healing. Um, many of you have callings that you're simply not answering because your soul is being sucked out of you incrementally every day through news cycles, social media platforms, arguing. Uh, it could be at your job where you're just beat down with uh, all types of equity. You know, basically the ESG uh, police is what it is. And um, and all of this just kind of feels like it's snuck in overnight. And, and many of you are like, man, I just feel like the life has been sucked out of me. Well, you know, if you are a kingdom dweller, then you have... Uh, even if you're not, you still have a purpose, you have a call, you have a cause. Um, I want to encourage you to pray about whether or not you're in the right lane, right? Are your gifts, stir your gifts up is what the word says. Stir your own gifts up. Are you still dreaming, right? Because even in the midst of all of this upheaval and hell and exposure to what's really been going on, there's still life going on around us. And there's a lot of opportunity around us right now. So I, I really want to leave you with that, that for, for all of the mess going on, the economy is still taking a nosedive. There is no end in sight. I, I don't think we will ever see justice with regard to FTX whatsoever because the labyrinth is so big uh, and, and the web is so spun and big and wide and deep. Um, I don't think you're going to see justice. It involves too many major players across the globe. Uh, this kid is still running wild in the Bahamas. He is completely covered. You know, any type of an operation like this is covered from the top down. It just is. So, I, you know, I'm sorry for those of you who have lost money in that. You know, I would encourage you again to hedge with things that have historical you know, a, a historical foundation. Uh, metals is one way to do that. You can do so at monicaprotectswithgold.com, not to be confused with Monica thinks that, you know, gold and silver is where you should place your trust. If you've listened to me at all, you know that's not what I believe. But I do believe we have practical ways of hedging uh, our hard-earned money. And so it's really that simple. And you may qualify if you do with a qualifying account of 50000 or more, whether it's your savings, Roth IRA, or your 401k, they will send you up to $10,000 in free silver. So it doesn't have to be gold. It could be other metals that you move over into. But check them out today at monicaprotectswithgold.com. Uh, you know, I, I almost feel like quoting President Trump, you know, what have you got to lose? But um, while you're sitting there watching, you know, your 401k dwindle, month after month. I, I just, I really, I feel for you guys. And I don't think we've begun to scratch the surface on what our economic out outlook is going to be beginning in the, in, in the first quarter of, um, of, uh, of next year. I, I think it's, I think it's going to be something that most people did not expect. So, and, and I don't know that it will get better from there. So it's time to shore up your storehouses, you know, Time for us to get on our knees, repent of the of the mindsets and the behaviors and things that we know for sure are not leading us to life. And, um, you know, get right with our creator. Get right in the order of things. And uh, love your neighbor. Love people who are not like you, who don't believe like you. They don't look like you, right? They don't vote like you. They might not even be in the same type of sexual relationship as you. Um 
But if we're the light, then it's up to us to maintain the oil in our own lamps. And we do that through fellowship. And it's in that vein, it's in that spirit that we will overcome darkness because the word says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the kingdom of heaven. Amen. All right. Monica protects with gold.com. MonicaMatthews.com. If you'd like to order some merchandise to remind you about being an American and acting like one. In the meantime, uh, I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Have a great evening. A good morning tomorrow. When you wake up, get up and remember every single day, his mercies are new. Amen. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. I just hope your heart's full. I just hope your heart's full.